Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 756. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Yismach at Take10FortorahTorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Fadl Yitzchak, Ben Aftali David, Zechron Levracha. Uh, I wanted to continue our conversation about Shemitah, which features so prominently in the first of this week's two parshios. So God spoke to Moshe on Har Sinai saying, and we address why specifically on Har Sinai. Speak to the Jews and tell them, when you come to the land that are giving to them, and you are going to keep a Sabbath with the land, the land will rest, the land will need to lie fallow. And of course, as we mentioned yesterday, this command would not be relevant for a very long time of all of the agricultural mitzvahs that we are commanded, whether to leave to the poor or to tithe or to take off, to give to the coin or to the levy. This would really be the last one that would be relevant because it would take seven years from after we've settled and after we've dug in, so to speak, to the land. And then it says, And so we're going to go and uh, stay off the fields. And you'll look at all the details in the parish, and we know the laws of Shemitah are very complex and are very involved and the modern performance of the mitzvah shemitah is also very interesting how it's done very big debates exist how in a uh, modern country do you survive in a land of shemitah when perhaps we're not necessarily able to to get the bracha that is promised in this week's parsha but that's for a different time what i wanted to talk about is how significant on the scale of mitzvahs is the mitzvah of Shemitah. Okay, so let's take a step back. Yesterday we mentioned that it, of all mitzvahs, is mentioned that it was given in Har Sinai. It seems to be in some way representative of a major mitzvah or an important mitzvah. But I want to delve into that and why that might be, um, and what the stakes are, really. And I want to start with a Gemara Yuma. Gemara Yuma goes through a topic we're probably all f- familiar with, and the topic is why was the base Hamikdash destroyed? So the, the Gemara says Mikdash Rishon Macharav. Why was the first base Hamikdash destroyed? Devarim because of the three things, three bad averos that existed there: Avodah Gilei Arayos, Shvichas Damim. Avodah was one. Gilei Arayos was another. Shvichas Damim was the third. What are these referring to? Avodah is idol worship. Gilei Arayos is sexual immorality. Shvichas Damim is murder. The Gemara continues. It says Avol Mikdash Sheni. But what happened in the second Beis Hamikdash? Why was the Beis Hamikdash destroyed the second time around? Shayu Oskin B'Torah Uvemitzvah So Gemilos Chasadim B'Pnei Macharav. They were busy with Torah and mitzvahs. They weren't engaged in these very severe cardinal sins. Why was it destroyed? Because there was sinaschinam, there was baseless hatred, unnecessary hatred. The Lamedcha, the Gemara, continues to, con- to teach you, this baseless hatred corresponds or is equal to, in some way, these three sins. Why is that? Because the first base Hamidish was destroyed because of the big three. The second base Hamidish was destroyed because of Sinaschinam. So what do we see? We see that clearly they are equal. They are on par with each other. Okay, good. So we're very familiar with this idea of what destroyed the base Hamidish. We're familiar with the severity of Sinaschinam, and we're familiar with, of course, the big three. Okay, the big three sins of Avodazara, idol worship, Gilei sexual immorality, and Shvichas Damim, and murder. Enters a Mishnah in Avos. Mishnah in Avos says in Parakeh Mishnah Tess, Chayra Balaolam al Shuashav ve'achilol Hashem. Destructive animals come to the world because of people making false oaths and because of the desecration of God's name. Fine. 
We'll set that aside. Mishnah continues, Golos Bala Olam. Why does exile come to the world? Al Avode Ovde Avode Zara, because of people who worship idols. Okay, good. You know, that's one of the big three. Vial Gilei Arayos, and also because of sexual immorality. Vial Shrichas Damim, and because of murder. So, Golos comes to the world because of all of these big three tremendous sins. That's why we are exiled. That's why we were and have been thrown out of Eretz Yisrael. But look at what the Mishnah then says, V'yel hashmatas ha'aretz, and also because of transgressing the prohibition of Shemitah, for growing and getting involved in the produce of the land, when we are not supposed to in the Shemitah, in the seventh sabbatical year, when we're supposed to lay off. So it's fascinating to see that in regard to Eretz Yisrael, what's considered a, uh, a sin which can throw us out of the land, it's right up there with the big three cardinal sins, it's as if there's a fourth cardinal sin of non-observance of Shemitah. And the question is why? You know, what's the mitzvah of Shemitah all about? So while some do explain the mitzvah of Shemitah as about uh, you know, social justice and people have the opportunity to forgive debts and to give to the poor and there's a little bit of equality built into the year. The Mernavuchim says uh, that he, he says it's focused on supporting the needy. He also talks about the physical benefits for the field of letting it lie fallow and having the nutrients replenish themselves. That, that is an idea that is out there in some discusses. We've seen elsewhere that, you know, for example, in this week's parashah, the Torah says, if you keep Shemitah, you will be able to dwell in the land securely and peacefully. Rashi there says, because of the sin, if you don't do the Shemitah properly, you get Golos, meaning the land will throw you out. Shanemar, and it quotes the Pasuk also we have here, as Seha, you know, at, uh, if a person does not observe the Shemitah, the land will take its Shemitahs back. And so Rashi goes on to say, what does that mean? Veshivim Shonashal Golos Bavel, the 70 years of the Babylonian exile is because Shivin Shemitos, Shabbatlu, there were 70 cycles of Shemitah that were ignored, those 70 cycles, the response was, Israel, the land, got its 70 cycles back, its 70 years of fallowness back by throwing, so to speak, the Jews out of Eretz Israel. So this seems to be very significant and is tied to our ownership of the land. So, you know, you might understand that very simply, as many explain, um, this does indicate ownership. Who is in charge? Who owns the land of Israel. We read later in Sefer Devarim, it's the land that God is the one who is observing. God has his eye on. It is God's land. And for us to imagine that it is ours and that we dictate the terms of its use, and even if God says you have to remain uh, really with your hands tied for one every seven years to show and to make that point, as soon as we reject it and as soon as we attempt or assume that we can go and uh, take possession of the land of our own, that's exactly when we lose it. That's, I think, the simplest understanding of what this is. But I want to share with you a couple other ideas. Um, Rabbi Yonason Eibschitz, in his Sefer Tumim, he says, and I'll read it in English, he says, through the sabbatical year, the Jew will understand that our days on the earth are like a shadow, and that we are as strangers, like all of our forefathers, as tenants, and the earth and the fullness thereof are the Lord's. And he will understand that human perfection does not consist of amassing possessions. 
And so to Rebionis and Eibshitz, it's really what I think is the basic and most simple message of Shabbos. We do think that we can gain more, we can earn more, perhaps a seventh more. Would we work on Shabbos? We do think that ultimately that's really what life is all about, the attainment of things. And to be told that we have to uh, somehow sit back and not focus on that goal, uh, to, to, to assume that somebody or something else has the power over us to be able to dictate how we are to spend our time, how we are to go and gain Parnassah, is a very big statement of faith. And therefore, uh, Shabbos, or Shemitah, is the same notion built on the same premise. I want to share with you Rav Hirsch, though, and with this we'll, we'll, we'll end, in his Chorev, where he deals with one mitzvah at a time, trying to explain the different mitzvahs, he says some, some really beautiful things. It's two longer paragraphs, and I'll just read uh, some of them. I can never really say Rav Hirsch as well as I can read Rav because he says it better himself. He says, Man has no greater enemy than success. That's his first premise. So long as you continue to strive for something worthy, so long as you cherish wishes and hopes, and so long as you glance upward and in longing to the throne of him in whose hand alone lies the fulfillment of your wishes, as long as that happens, he says, and here I'm paraphrasing, that is when I still need God. He says, in short, as long as you continue to wish and to hope and to fear, you will feel you are created by God and you are his servant and a link in the chain of mankind. And then, too, not seldom will there be kindled within you a resolve to live according to the will of the giver, enjoying his gift when it is given to you. But once it is given to you, this gift, and you no longer entertain wishes and fears and hopes, but you are now a proud possessor, then you turn your glance from on high downward to earth. Your former fellow feeling shrivels up, and instead of fearing God and loving mankind, you idolize yourself and seek your own interests and put these gifts to selfish use. That is the sin, he continues, through which the individual falls, nations are brought low, and people decline. That's the sin he continues to say is what has sunk Israel so many times in its history. He says, in order that Israel's land intended for the realization of Israel's task should not, through the sin of pride of possession, become the cause of Israel's downfall, God ordained Shemitah. Shemitah is about remembering who we are, what we are, what we need, and where we ultimately get it from. Have a great day.